In the last episode, Tally and Selene attended the Mother's Ball, attempting to find Jenny and John Zinn, two individuals they believed would target the event. They were unsuccessful at finding them until John was revealed to have disguised himself as Sister Mabel and triggered the explosives set in the flower pots around the room. A battle ensued, Tally and Selene attempting to bring the two down. All the while, Jenny tossed explosives aimed at the party guests, many not surviving the attack. Talia focused her efforts on John and the strange weapon he used, but it would be Celine's guiding bolt that would end his terror. In her grief and madness, Jenny would turn on Celine, her strange demonic weapon sending Celine to the ground. Talia revived her within moments and sent her next shots right through Jenny's skull, ending the battle. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. If we missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this arc include fantasy violence, including the use of firearms, mature themes, mild gore, use of alcohol and tobacco, severe gun violence, explosives, and acts of terrorism. Imagine a world on the frontier, where towns spring up and disappear as fast as natural resources are found and depleted. Where magic and technological advances are happening at such a rate, society can't keep up. Allowing evil or misguided people to create abominations in nature. Imagine a world where bounty hunters with badges break the law to keep the peace trying to protect those who live far outside the capital city. Now imagine amidst all this chaos, a door is opened, and into this world steps a being, the likes of which no one has seen for over a thousand years. Welcome to the Fey Wild West. Let's be legendary. Ruined. It's pretty ruined. It's pretty bad. Sorry, honey. It's alright. It was nice while it lasted. We'll get it fixed. I promise. <laughs> it does not matter. Your, your suit's also not looking so hot, but yeah, we should get that fixed too. Maybe they'll do repairs or something. I'm just holding her for a second. Yes, yep. and I'm holding you back. What? That is the second time I've watched you go down, and it will probably not be the last. Don't say that to me right now. I can't handle it. <laughs> That's okay. I am alright. I am alright. We did it. We... Well, we sort of did it. How many are dead? If you look around... More than a dozen. Damn it. So much for extra security, huh? Yes, well... I wonder, um... Was the woman we talked to, was it actually Mabel? I think so. The one that was up there? Definitely not. Well, obviously. obviously but... but when we talked, well, I don't know, because we talked to Mabel outside, or and there was somebody, like, doing the perimeter. So, it, and if she was wearing anything, I would have smelled it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. 
Might want to go check to make sure she's all right, though. Uh, where would she be? She was supposed to be Yes, here. exactly. Yeah. So I do not know where she would be. Um, I, I think uh, Celine's kind of in shock right now. She's just holding you. It's okay. I know. I know. I know. Is there anybody out? Anything? Just us um, for a little while? For now, like, everything's just kind of quiet. Do I have to worry about that bomb? That, um, Zenny slew? Oh, it, it's, it's just, the satchel is just lying on the stairs. Yes, but it is not going to blow up, is it? I don't know. Shit. Um. <laughs> want to touch it? <laughs> I was going to ask if you want to shoot it. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so we back up, like. How, okay. far, how far is your range? Um, I could probably make it from there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alright, I'm not even going to make you roll for it. Um, the boom is um, is a big boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big boom, like big bottom boom. You like you shoot it, and immediately have to like duck down to avoid flying debris. The staircase is gone. I cannot tell if this was a good idea or a bad idea. It. The staircase is gone. Uh-huh. What about underneath it? <laughs> Did it just crumble and maybe it's okay? Please say it's okay, Danny. I swear <laughs> to fuck, I'm gonna be really upset. <laughs> okay, come on! <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, she's about to kick you out of our apartment and never let you back in. <laughs> it's a marble staircase. Okay. All right. Well, it's a big, big fucking hole. <laughs> yes, and like you, you like the interior of the closet did crack, and you kind of have to, like you, you have to dig for it a little bit. But yes, yes it's fine. <laughs> oh, shit's in here. Okay. Yes, it's fine. All right. I'm gonna search. We're gonna search them then. Okay. And then I'm gonna so, cut their heads off because I can. Yep. Well, so actually, as you realize, the stuff is fine. Stuff. There was a thing. Right. I am searching uh, Jenny's body. Okay. I'll so make sure, because I do not want to find any more explosives. Um, you do. Oh, great. Uh, one more satchel charge. Do I find a detonator? Uh-huh. <laughs> Save it. No. <laughs> I, um... This is like in the movies where there is, a, there is a blue wire and a red wire, and I'm not going to pull either of them. I'm just going to, uh, I'll figure out what to do with this later. Is that all she had on? Can I, oh. I don't think I can disarm the, the detonator, can I? We could try smashing it. I, I do not want to try that. I have seen the movies. I know what happens. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Actually, I take the other satchel. Bomb. Uh-huh. I take it over to where the other one was, and then I go back, cover your ears. What? And then I sm- then I smash the detonator. What happens? Nothing. Then I you smash the detonator, and nothing happens. 
did you do? Oh, there was another huge bomb. Oh. It's over there. I think it is okay. Okay, well, maybe not put it on the staircase. And I was putting it where the other one was, so it could do less damage. Never mind. All right. No, I mean, fair enough. There is no staircase. If one is already exploded in the same areas, and it should have the exact damage radius, so it should not do any more damage. Well, no, uh, I mean that. I I, I understand that, but people are going to be walking near there, so maybe not have it right. No one will be walking on the staircase. Okay, I just want someone to jump down on it. (laughs) So, uh Nobody jump down on this. There's nobody here. There you go. (laughs) So... On Jenny's body, you find a couple things. But what you notice as you go over to it, the uh, glowing, like the fire glowing uh, Gatling gun, Mm -hmm. the fire slowly dies away. And then as as it dies, like elements of the gun seem to kind of like fall. The barrel assembly, like, kind of hangs loosely in maw of the demon face. And it, like, kind of moving it aside, uh, it sounds just like a couple pieces inside are loose. Inside the gun? Inside the gun, yeah. Hmm. But it's a a broken Gatling gun. It's a a minigun. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Broken minigun? Yep. You find on her, well, her Gatling gun, the, uh, Strange rig that hooks the minigun. You find the pistol that had was thrown from her hands. Okay. Which is big. It's big. We can get to the stats of that later, but yeah. um you find uh a a pouch. A larger size pouch. As you like pick it up. Feels like it weighs about fifteen pounds. <laughs> Flip open the top. Slow, very slowly. Mm-hmm. Who's kind of wincing? Okay. You don't like looking at it. You don't really see anything in it. But as you put your hand inside, you don't feel a bottom. It's a bag of holding. No shit. Yes, it is a bag of holding. Did I read somewhere that if you turn that inside out, everything falls out? Yep. Okay, don't do that here. Well, all right. Not yet. Let's wait until we are alone. Because gods only fucking know what's going to come out of that. Searching John. As you walk up to him, the rifle's lying there. And your arm is itching Itching. like mad. And I'm really annoyed. I think this is the weapon that Broca mentioned. That giant rifle? Yeah, and it's absolutely useless because I don't use rifles. It's right. Just... Oh well, I guess. I mean, I pick it up. Okay. Just like look at it. I suppose. How does it? How does it feel? Feel fucking heavy. Oh well. I guess I'll find some use for it. It's still got all that like shit on it. Mm-hmm. As you look at it, it what you called gaudy just embellishments on it. You see that like. The lever on the rifle is, like, made of pieced-together bone done in silver. The stock is, like, a combination of what looks to be a shoulder blade and just a couple other bones all put together, again, in just shaped shaped silver. I mean, it's right up your alley. Look at it. I am not going to use it. Well, I mean, find some use for it. 
And I kind of aim it just to take it, look at it. Okay. Try. Can at least hang on to it, I suppose. Yeah. Hang on. To it. Uh, um, also, you find a sack containing 200 gold pieces. As you're looking over, uh, like you're just like patting him down. The armor that he's wearing looks pretty nice. Ooh, you tell. It's studded leather, which I believe is a 12 plus your dex. Which, for you overall, you're, there you see, wouldn't matter much, yeah. but the DM's going to say take it anyway. Alright, uh, take it. Okay, yeah. Um, and then chop their heads off. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I expected nothing less. Yeah. yeah. Just mm-hmm. cut them off. Yeah. And, and now we gotta get out of here. Uh, at, at, at about, as you're Cutting the heads off. Um, Good. I was hoping someone would come in. As you're finishing cutting the heads off, you start hearing noises outside this door as people seem to be, like, moving stuff aside and eventually, with a heave, the wooden plank that it locks these doors is shoved aside and the doors open inward and the two members of the 42nd that you had seen out in the front push their way in, looking singed. Their faces are, like, blackened with soot, and one of them is limping, uh, and they look around. Fuck. Yeah, that's what we said. You see behind them a couple people that had gotten out are now, like, behind them Mm. and looking in. I think, while, well, I think I think while uh, you've been doing that, I am I've begun wrapping the bodies in linens. Okay, I expected, and I've got so uh, I just stand up as they run in, and I've got both their heads in my hand, like by the hand. Yeah, and I'm just holding them <laughs> one with of, with, one, a, with my knife or with a, my dagger. A, a couple ladies that are in the hall just like scream, and cu- uh, one of them faints. Ah, <sighs> well. No, it does. <laughs> um, I actually bend down and um, I'm at his head. I'm no. at his body. I actually went with a dagger on him. <laughs> Might as well. Yep. Yeah, and I put it away. But I'm still carrying the fucking heads. Yep. So they did hit here. And he just kind of like puts his head down in his hands, just like. Did you not think they were going to? You were given warning. Constable thought it more likely that they'd hit the town square. More people. Yes, but it's less funny. Guess he found it hard to think like a. And he like looks up. Hey, he, he he like looks over at you and stops what he's about to say. But like uh, a monster. Um. Anyway. Uh. A snarl. Be careful how you use that word. It was monsters that saved you. Says Celine, and she looks up and her eyes are white. He, like, takes a half step back but stands up straighter and... And I continue wrapping the bodies in linen. How many people were able to get out? Uh, He looks over his shoulder, kind of, like, doing a a quick count over again, and he's like, uh, uh... 36 made it out of the out of the hall. Uh, there was another four dozen in the hallways. 
in some injuries from the explosions, but... Was it concentrated specifically here? It seemed to be. So the kids are okay. I say, Talia says that under her breath, but I don't know if he hears. And I don't really give a shit. Did anybody find Sister Mabel? Sister Mabel, she wasn't in here? Uh, well, we thought she was. Turns out it was... I hold up his head. It was this one. Mm. Apparently he could disguise himself. Quite convincingly. Fucking casters. Uh, <laughs> he, he just returns your luck. I narrow my eyes at him. If she wasn't in here, I don't know where she is. Celine? Yes. Can you hold these for a second? Of course. Can I pinpoint what Mabel smelled like? Like, think back onto what she smelled like and try and smell where she might be? Make a survival check? Okay. 16, 17, 18. 18. Thinking back on it, she actually... I mean, she had a scent, but it was mostly just of soap. Like, she wore no perfume... She smelt. She smelt clean, but uh, th- there, there's a certain scent that you could have picked up on at the time. Okay, can I basically just wander around trying to find that? Um, yeah. Back towards like where the the sisters and brothers are. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and make another survival check, and add plus five if you're taking five on it. Er, so twenty six. 26. Hold yeah. my hands. I'm a, I hold your flower, baby. <laughs> you walk around, like, people are still, like, rushing back and forth, kind of panicking, uh, but, like, trying to figure out what the hell happened. And you're walking through, all bloodied up, and people just avoid you as you walk through. You eventually find her. You find her under a pew in one of the sanctuaries. It's not pretty. Okay. I get out of that place. Nobody's in there, right? Nobody's in there. Okay. Is anybody wandering around right outside of it? Like a artificial, like, priest or something? Um, looking around, uh, you actually see Brother Arkan uh, making his way, kind of like, wheezing, like, li- limping in a, at a hurried pace, trying to uh, get towards the front entrance. Brother Arkan. Huh. Oh. What, what happened to you? Are, are you? are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Um, do, uh, I don't know what you do with your dad. And, um, you're the first one I saw, so I apologize. Sister Mabel is... No. She, like, he, like, she actually, like, shuts the door. You don't want to see it. I don't, again, I don't know what you do with your dad. Come get me. I will, but I had to let somebody know so nobody gets in here in the first place. If you could just guard the door, I'm gonna go get Celine. He starts crying a bit, but, like, tears are down his face, but he's not, he's still composed. Shaken, but composed, if that makes any sense. No, no, that makes sense. I, I shall, I shall, I, I must, I must see her. I must, um. It's not pretty. Just but never is. 
um, I shall uh, I, I shall begin preparing uh, begin her last rites um, yes go fetch Celine so I head back I don't know what you're doing where are you I put the put the eggs in my bag of holding can I can I do that yeah Okay, yeah, they should be fine. In my new bag of holding, which has other things in it, but uh, I'm still, um, cover- I'm still covering the dead with with linen. Yep. And by this point, other priests have come in along with a couple other members of the Forty Second, and they've begun getting the bodies on stretchers and moving them out, still covered in linen. Mm-hmm. Celine. Yes. I reach for her hand to help her up. What is it? Did you find Sister Mabel? I did. And I'm very sorry. She's in the North Sanctuary. Take me there. I'll be right back to the Sanctuary. Yeah. Brother Archon's in there. Yeah. Brother Archon. Brother Archon's there. And uh, he's brought her out from under the pew that she had been shoved underneath. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, has laid her out and He's already lit a couple candles. Um, and he sees you come and he's like, Celine, I am I am so sorry. I'm sorry as well. Um, would you like my assistance or would it be uh, an insult to have a cleft as the undertaker assist with last fights? I do not feel it would be an insult to the mother. The mother, the undertaker, the dragon, they all work together in fashion. However, I do know she was not fond. To put it lightly. To put it lightly. I would appreciate your assistance with preparing her for burial, but I shall handle her, her last rites. Of course. And I take out some lint, but I take, do take out linen and cover her with it. <sighs> Anything I can do? Um, if you could, uh, Find uh, some people with a stretcher. We need to. Uh, sure, I got it. Head back in. I'm staying with Whisperer As things are sorted out, people are like the injured are being taken care of. The dead are all lined up. The uh, eastern corridor just. And the final count of dead is 16 altogether. Ouch. It could have been much worse if we weren't here. We had not been here. And it would have been even worse if we hadn't stopped them. It's true. What an insult to death. I don't know what they thought they were fucking doing. I mean... I put the gun in my one of my thingies. Yeah. Um. I'm just, so I'm just like I kind of like look at my hip, mm-hmm. like just think it's like all this nonsense for this. Kind of looking at the mark on my arms, like really. Whatever. Yeah. You know, just I'll think about this later. Well, that is a very good way to deal with lots of problems. <laughs> <sighs> um. Let's get everything sorted, I suppose. Are you sticking around? Yes, I think I should stay here. Okay. To, um, I know that this is a celebration and a, and a 
holy place of the mother, but in a situation such as this. Well, they need they need a cleric of the death god. And I am a cleric of the death god. Well, you let me know if you need anything. I will. Um, I'm gonna go check on children. Oh, right. I'm gonna actually <laughs> check uh, on my son. Actually, like as as you stand there, uh, Celine suddenly goes, "The children." I'm on my way over there. Um, I take off my coat and kind of like turn away my hands a little bit, so okay. it's not as gross. Okay. Um, but I leave my coat behind. Yeah, and, that's I, mostly and, I, and bloody. I wipe off your hands with some linen. Yes, thanks. It's going to get on somebody else's blood on it anyway, so. No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, I, I take off my coat, which has the worst of it. Yep. I mean, it's not all of it, but it's enough. Um, and I'm gonna go check on the kids' quarters. Yep. Uh, making your way through, uh, you find. Uh, you find the door guarded uh, by a stocky-looking priest holding a mace. Cool. <laughs> uh, and he, like, he challenges you as you approach, like, uh, who goes there? Uh, my name's Talia Gray. To, I helped kill two intruders. I just wanted to make the ki- make sure the kids are alright. Well, the kids are fine. Can I see one of them at least? And he, he looks you up and down, and his features kind of soften a bit. Uh, I had a roll inside, rolled not 20. <laughs> um, yes. I understand. Uh, so he, he pulls out a ring of keys and unlocks the door and lets you inside. Okay. What do I see when I walk in there? Uh, you see uh, rows of well made bunk beds. I slept inside. <laughs> and uh, they're uh, lined up on each side of the room, each with a footlocker at the end of it. And you see, like, a bunch of kids, like, all sitting on their beds, some with their blankets, like, pulled up over them, all just, like, staring at you as you as the doors are opened. Okay. Are you alright? It's kind of just like a pause. And somebody nods and... A couple say, a couple say, yeah. Alright. It's over. It's over. Jareth? Yeah? Oh my god. <laughs> there is a visible, like, an actual, like, physical. Is the guy, like, right next to me? Uh huh. Okay. He, can a- he could probably actually feel the tension just leave me. Like, oh, thank god he didn't. He didn't go and. Try to be. Oh. You all right? Yeah. Do I see him? Yeah, uh, he, he's as you called him. He he steps away from his from his bunk. You see that like gripped tightly in uh, his right hand is the dog's the, uh, the onyx statue. All right. Well, it's over. I just want to make sure you kids are all right. And I look directly at Jared. We'll be back. All right. And I thank the nice brother and head out. <laughs> You've got the heads, right? Yes, I've got the heads. They're in my bag of my new bag of holding. Okay. Yeah. You didn't walk to the kids' quarters with two heads. No, no. The brother would not have you inside. No, 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 no. I no. I know she had them, but I don't. But as I'm coming back, I don't see them on oh, her. Right. So then I'm yeah. like, you got the heads, right? Yes, of course. And my new bag of holding. <laughs> just, just checking, make sure 
making sure none of those uh, 40 second bullied you out of them. They would have to try very hard to bully me out of them. I said that loud enough for someone to hear. <laughs> one of the members of the 42nd like kind of shoots you a look as they walk by with a stretcher. Is there anything I can do to assist aside from um, wrapping the bodies in linen? And playing? The injured. Mm. Oh, yes. You've got a lot of healing. I do. Like a lot. Go. Um, so I, I uh, get the attention of the one of the... Wait a second? Yeah. Where has the injured? Uh, West Corridor. Thank you. So I go into the, uh... Was it the West Corridor? Mm-hmm. West, the West Corridor. And I have a ton of eels, because I did not use any of them. Yep. So... How many of them do you want to use? All of them. All of them. So I'm not, I'm not going to make you roll anything okay. for any of them. I'm just going to... like. So you go down the West Corridor... There are some that are grievously injured, some that are only minorly injured. Total count of injured was about 18 people. As you go down, you're not able to help all of them, but the more grievously injured, you grasp your holy symbol and lay hands on them and heal their more grievous wounds. And those that you heal, thank you. And other people start to notice like somebody here is using magic to heal. Mm-hmm. Clerics are rare. Like there's one or two clerics in residence here okay. of the mother. Nobody has seen them like come down and actually like heal people. In this instance, I mean. Uh-huh. In, in, oh, okay, in, okay. Like, like nope, like they didn't come down and help these injured. And you're going around healing the injured, and by the end of it, people are like coming up to you and like thanking you profusely, trying to, and some of them are trying to like pay you. No, do not. I will. I refuse. If if they if they come up to me, I say it is not your day to meet the undertaker, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and they all, I mean, as you uh, use up the last of your healing energy. Um, Very exhausted. No. Also, only at fifteen H. No, yes, fifteen HP. Yeah. 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 The, the last lady you help uh, is an older woman, and she just like grasps your hands and says, "I thought for sure that today would be when my measurements were taken." Not yet. She pats your hand, thanks you. I smile at her. A couple hours go by as people are you know, brought in. Oh. Everything like seems to be reaching some state of organized. After yeah. all that healing, I look fucking beat. Oh like, god, yeah, I'm like, I'm practically like carrying you. Like, like not only was I down, to, not only did I die today. Done to 15 hit points, plus I'm out of my spells, so mm-hmm. I'm just beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm practically holding, like, carrying her. Well, it's more late now, isn't it? it yeah, no, it, it's like... It's like 2 in the morning now, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's early. And at, at this point, a couple hours ago, the constables had been summoned, and they're, uh, they're also been helping. The chief constable ends up finding you two and coming to you, 
She is a older woman, uh, looks to be in her 50s, is wearing uh, sturdy but well-worn leathers, This comes up to the two of you and says, I, I heard uh, you two were largely responsible for handling those two maniacs. We were. Do you want the heads? Uh, wait till the morning. Um, Can do. I'm also told that you were the ones that suggested security on the event. Well, um, it's been my experience that when you're dealing with maniacs, they're going to go for the funniest target. And what's funnier than blowing a bunch of rich people? I confess I do not see the humor in it, but... You're I'm... not supposed to. I say it's I'm like, I'm like leaning on Talia, like, yeah. I look like I'm asleep. I got my arm around her. I'm like, still sort of... Yeah. yeah. She's kind of like, has her hands on her hips, just kind of like looking at the... Looking at the ground and around, just like looking at all the shit that's happening. She looks at the it's like smears of blood across the great hall floor. I fucked up. <laughs> she kind of like gives a, a sour chuckle to herself, just like holy fuck. It <laughs> is that like And I have to make a will save. Do not say yes you did. Well, there's no sense putting blame on anybody now. What's done is done. Only thing anybody can do is be prepared for the next time. Let's save us. Hopefully there isn't a next time. Or at least not a next time like this. There will always be a next time. You're probably right. Well, I come by the central office tomorrow and I'll see you probably compensate for the bounty and <sighs> can do do you need our names I have them which are I believe I was told the Reaper and the Wander and White so should be our names that would be it what was your name again I'm sorry Margie Constable Margie <laughs> Sorry. You can call me Margie, though, and it's Chief Constable Thatcher. Well, if there's anything else you need, um, I think it might have to wait till the morning. I'll expect you. And she almost goes to shake your hand, but kind of like stops and just and not, not like she's like unwilling to shake your hand but she just like doesn't maybe think it's not appropriate for the situation and she just kind of nods and leaves come on darling I gotta get you to some sleep mm -hmm. No, you're not. No, you're fine. I'm fairly tired. Come on. Yeah. Take her out to the the garden mm -hmm. area, and um, I set up the tent really okay. quick and lay out the bedrolls. Yeah. 
and get her some sleep. Yeah. Get me out of this dress. <laughs> I help her out of the dress. Okay. Takes a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm gonna get it repaired. <laughs> As I look at it, it was so nice. It was nice I'm gonna it. get it repaired. You don't worry about that. Perhaps oh. we can go to something where we are not working. Someday. I did promise you I'd take you to a place where you can wear it. But yeah, no, I totally agree. We'll get it repaired and uh, you can wear it for fun this time. Mm-hmm. Promise. So I lay out bed rolls and I'm I'm fussing yeah. over her like just, yeah. uh, just you know yeah uh, uh, the minute uh, the minute my head hits the pillow I am out yeah I think I stay up for just a little while I'm exhausted too but yeah. I stay up for a little while and just keep an eye on her <laughs> and then how's my butt it's not like itching like it was earlier, but it's like there's like a, a pressure to it that you're it's making its presence known. Actually, before before I before I go to sleep, I ask. I probably ask that too. How is how is your mom? Well, it doesn't itch anymore, but there's pressure. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that gun, but whatever I'm gonna do with it, it's gonna have to wait until we get some rest. Who knows, maybe it... I mean, when it was shooting at me... It didn't really look like... Bullets? No. What did it look like? I don't know. Magic, actually. Magic? Yeah, not your kind of magic, but... And... I honestly am not really familiar with a whole lot of magic. It doesn't really pop up out on the frontier that often. Just usually in the big cities. You know what it kind of reminded me of? What? That first job we ever did together. That wizard. That necromancer. Hmm. Wasn't exactly the same, but... Remember that thing he shot at me? Yes, but this was... But, uh... John Zing was not a necromancer. No, he wasn't. I would have been able to tell. No, it, this, he wasn't an necromancer. But, uh... No, I don't know. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Whatever that gun is, it's important somehow, so... I'll figure out a way to deal with it. You can get some sleep. Now when my fingers are losing off, I know. It's okay. I know, but it is just a reminder in your skin. I've got reminders all over my skin, honey. I know, but get some sleep. She up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Talia stays up for I think for a little while just to gloss over me more. Just a little bit. This is the second time she's seen you drop over something magical in nature, in a way. Magic had something to do with it. I don't know. She's doing a weird association sort of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. This, again, this is the second time she's seen you drop. And right. she's, um, it's still a full moon. <laughs> uh, she's 
still a little bit running high on it. So she's, I think she's just taking out her wolf symbol and just kind of fingering it, but not doing anything with it, just comfort sort of thing. Before she finally gets to, gets to sleep. And uh, I'm not, I, I am not early rising either. <laughs> um, Talia, as, as you sleep, your dreams are visited by something of smoke and shadow. It's, it, it's like your your dreams are of you running through the woods, not as yourself, but as a full wolf, and just enjoying the moon, the air, the grass, the trees, but always just out of just out of sight, just in the corner of your vision. At all times, there's something. Smoke and shadow. It's not stalking. Not hunting you. But it's nearby. Making you feel a little uneasy. And dreams just continue. The next morning, you wake. Uh, the daylight uh, streaming through the uh, through the tent flap, kind of the glow of the sun suffusing the uh, the uh, canvas of the tent. Are you still asleep? No, I think I I think I probably got up earlier to um, see if they needed help. Just okay. again. Okay. So I'm alone. How, how late is it? Well, it depends on when you guys want to wake up. I know you said you weren't rising early. Were you rising any earlier? I probably was, but I did not think I would need to tell you alone. Okay. So I might have uh, set up like getting ready. Oh, okay. So. Mm-hmm. Are you alright? Yeah, I just sore. So. But I'm good. How are you? Still tired, but uh, they might need my help. Uh, don't don't overdo yourself, darling. I won't. I mm. never do. Right. Of course not. Uh, do you want to come with me to the constables? Yes, I, I do actually. All right, then I will. I'll meet you. Actually, I think I will go right to the cathedral. We are. I mean, to the sanctuary area. Oh, okay. Like where the People, right, just... right. Well, no, I was gonna follow you until you were done. Oh, okay. So, all right. Well, I want to see if they need any help. All right. Is some either burial or perhaps building coffins? It has been a while since I've built a coffin. <laughs> Let me know if you need me to go get your nails. All right. Uh, okay. So I, I get dressed in my normal garb. I, I keep my hat off though. Okay. You go around, uh, and you've seen uh, you see that some of the dead are still in the east hallway, but um, a lot of the dead have been moved towards the cemetery that starts behind the cathedral and goes kind of a ways towards the towards the mountain. And um, some have already been 
interred in coffins, and some very tired-looking people are uh, still digging graves. They have 18 to dig. They have 18 left to dig? No, 18 total. So, okay. um, How many do they have left to dig? About a dozen. Let me know when you're done. I go and take my coat off and I pick up a shovel. Okay. Nobody stops you. And mm-hmm. In fact, they're kind of welcome to help. So I'm seeing if there's anyone sort of not in charge, but anyone that looks... I'm Brother Arkham. Is Brother Archon here? Brother Archon is near, um, although it is Sister Elephine who seems to have taken charge in, in this and is organizing the burials and find, doing uh, last rites over the ones that are currently being buried. The first to be buried was uh, Sister Mabel. I wait to Mabel. go um, Elephine to finish what she is doing and then I go up to her. Mm-hmm. Celine. She looks around. I, I do not think it is. I do not either. Is there anything I can do as a cleric? Where are the clerics? I thought that there were several. When I left, there were. The two others, um, Brother Martin, uh, was called to wandering, much as yourself, mm-hmm. um, about two years ago, and uh, Sister Josephine is currently assisting uh, inside. Currently, um, she had she herself was actually ill last night um, and was not able to attend the festivities. But she has recovered enough this morning to assist. Is that sorry, Sister uh, Josephine? She is assisting inside with the. Uh, with the injured that you were not able to help last night. And, Good. I'm glad that someone was. Um, and uh, she is helping see what might be done for those who were not up from Blue Peak and see what arrangements can be made for travel home. I see. Is there anything that I might be able to help with? Aside from uh, digging graves, which I'm more than happy to help with, but... Uh. I, I know you have... Well, um, if you if you would be willing to help dig, and I know um, Brother Archon told me you had wished to assist with Sister Mabel's last rites, but I agree with his decision that that might have been inappropriate. I understand. However, um, with some of these others, I think I, I, I could certainly use the help. Of course. So I will help Sister Elephine was the last fights of the bodies that I left. I just, I dig graves until they need me to stop. Alright. It takes you through the morning to the uh, better part of the afternoon, like one, two o'clock. Yeah. About two o'clock, the dozen or so that were to be buried here are interred, and talk is still happening about arranging travel homeward for the half dozen or so that should be buried elsewhere. Right? Yeah, it's fucking hot. <laughs> it is. It is summer. Yeah. yeah. I'm stripped down to my shirt. My, just my the shirt that I have underneath. Because technically my duster is my armor. Right, yeah. So I've taken that off and I've taken off 
Actually, no, I didn't take my holsters off, but I put the guns away so they look like pouches. Right, yeah. And just, yeah. I'm... Shall we go to the constable? They done with you? I think so. Alright, let's go do that then. Get our fucking money off of this. Now, if, if, uh, if Lasterites had taken less time, I was going to walk up and retaliate digging and say, is it, is, it, is it inappropriate to enjoy the view? Nah. <laughs> You guys make your way to the constable's office, and the entire town is simultaneously abuzz with talk of what had happened, and also just, like, kind of somber. I mean, because the fucking cathedral was attacked, and, like, Mm -hmm. as you guys walk away from it and, like, look back at it, you can see there's, like, there were other explosions that happened. The two had set up more charges than what were just in the vases. Um, one of the bell towers, it's not fallen, but a good chunk of it is blown out. The glass dome, more than half of it's gone. Uh, chunks are missing out of some of the pillars that are lined on each side of the building. They left their mark. It's going to take a long time to repair. I'm looking at it. I'm looking with it. I'm sorry, honey. She shakes her head. And, you know, when I was here, when I was younger, when I was... When I lived here, I thought of this building as my prison. But now I realize it really was my home. I'll put my arm around it. It may not have been the place for me, but it was what I had. I know that we stopped them, but I still feel so powerless. They can replace stone. <sighs> Eventually. Eventually. Do we know how rich these guys are? I probably have a good idea. It's the it, it's the largest church of the mother in this district. So we're talking like within the year, everything will be back to normal. I mean, yeah, the fact yeah. That the dead people year eighteen yeah. months. Yeah, year or two. Yeah, and I mean, these people are with, not lack for no. Funds. Yeah, it, okay. it, it like. Getting contracts and contractors and stuff worked out might take some time, but yes, eventually it will be repaired. Okay. At least you know they can repair it. Yes. As that's I can. We stopped them. Why do I feel so guilty? Honey, you love someone. You two didn't like each other, but your home was attacked, and you lost something. This is the second person from my past that I have lost in such a short time. I'm sorry. Truly, I'm sorry. I'm going to put my head on your shoulder. I'll pull her in close. 
I told you none of the kids would hurt today. You did tell me that, and I am so lightable. <sighs> I wish we could take Jeffers with us. I know. It is completely... completely irrational and... Uh, impossible, but... I had an idea about that. Did you? Yeah. I mean, he can't come with us right now. At least not while I'm hell-bent to kill some people. <laughs> so Not while he is so young, is it? Yeah. This place is... Well, it's not exactly fun, but it is safe. A safe place to grow up, and you do get an education. How do you feel about children? What about them? Do you want one? Hmm. Say a 12 year old? We just got done explaining to each other why we cannot take him with us. I'm not talking about taking him with us. Because it's obvious that it's dangerous, but... I am thinking maybe... We could adopt him and just send money. Hmm. And then once we're done doing what we need to do, and he's old enough, once, come, he has, once he has come of age, we come back for him. If he wants to come with us, he can. And if not, at least he's got a family out there. And we can make our way back to Blue Peak. Say every. Six months? Maybe you could help with repairs. They need a coffin-shaped pew. <laughs> I wonder what it would take to adopt him. I remember being so angry at the children that got adopted. So I know that it is, it is possible. Well, I mean, it's not the best plan for him. He still has to stay here. But at least he knows what I, that he's got family. We'll come back. <laughs> and uh, we'll pay for any major education he needs. And even if he doesn't want to stay with us, sometimes no one there's somebody out there waiting for you. Somebody out there to go to if you need anybody. I know that when I was in his position, I would have given anything for that. Let's see, we go get our reward money and we'll see about having a baby. <laughs> a 12 year old. A 12 year old baby. Who is a teetling? Uh, don't that just beat all? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we, we go to the constable in slightly better spirits than we started out with. Right before we get up there, though, I take the heads out. Because I don't want to be walking around with those in the square. Right. Because. Because. Just. Normally, that would be funny. Like yeah. it was in Villeville. Yeah. But. No one's really been an asshole to us. In this case. Well, no. People have been assholes. Just not. Uh, I, don't, I just don't have the heart to shit on people that have already been through shit. So right before we yeah. enter the constable's office, I take the heads out and walk in. Okay. And the constable office is 
kind of a buzz because they're also helping in the transport of bodies and also dealing with all the paperwork that has to do with people dying in town and all that fun stuff. So, yeah. Uh, so, the secretary here is a man in his about his 40s, furiously typing away at a typewriter and like handing off memos to various people as they're going by. Uh, yes, how can I help you? The Reaper and the Wandering White here collect. Right, yep. I have a notice from uh, Chief Thatcher. I'm to send you to her office. And he just, like, stands up and points down. Uh, that door, down the hall, last door on the left. Right. We head that way. Okay. I, I'm still so tired. I, it's more emotionally drained. I don't have any energy to pull. Thanks on anyone. Uh, Next time we're in the, in the area, you pull <sighs> many pranks on everybody as you want. Your son will appreciate it. My son. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you guys follow the directions and uh, come to a door marked Chief Thatcher. Who is it? The Reaper and the Wanderer and White. Oh, come in. And you open the door to see a very utilitarian office, and there's there's a lot in here, like a, a lot of uh, books on shelves and stuff. But it's all like it's all organized. It's all just like ev- everything is in its place. Right. And you see uh, Chief in the exact same clothes she was in last night, looking just absolutely exhausted, bent over paperwork, and looks up at you, kind of. A little bleary-eyed and like a cup uh, of coffee, just like <laughs> sitting next to her. Haven't slept, I assume. Uh, no. Um, come for the bounty, and she looks down at the heads. Well, <laughs> see, those stories weren't made up. <sighs> really? Well, that is the best part, I suppose. Do you want them, or...? <laughs> um, she shouts down the hall for someone to bring a sack. So a, a sack is fetched, and the heads are placed inside. Kind of like The person who takes them kind of has, has this, like, green tint to their face, but takes <laughs> them. So, uh, payment. Uh, I believe it was 3,000 a head. <laughs> I believe it was. <laughs> and you guys should better word these one, things. Two. There are two of them? Yes. Uh, so, and she goes behind her desk, opens a cupboard, and starts uh, entering a combination into a safe that's underneath and opens it up and pulls out a small chest. 600 platinum. Platinum? 600 platinum? 600 platinum. That's 6,000. 6,000 gold. gold. Yep. Wow. Okay. Six hundred. Okay. Okay. Talia has never seen that much platinum in one place before. Yeah. So she just kind of like gulps. We had to Mosin's this when we went to Fairpike. Yeah. What do you mean? We had more money since this when we went to Airbike. I know, but it was in gold, and I've seen gold before. You want to stop uh, by a bank and get it converted? Nah, that's fine. Okay. Um, so I put the. Do you have your bag of holding? Yes. Does the chest fit in the bag of holding? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> you kind of like bend your knees a little bit, expecting the weight change. No, it says fifteen pounds. <laughs> so she just watch, like, just fucking watches his chest like drop in. Yep. Oof. Well, on that beat all. <laughs> That's what I said. Okay. Um. I also want. I wanted to. Uh, Personally, thank you for putting a stop to those two. I'm uh, sorry that we could not um, prevent more of the carnage. Not as far as I am, that I fucking. She just kind of turns away. Um, uh, to the point, though, um, I understand from some stories that I've heard from uh, some friends of mine in the DMP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That uh, you two have uh, not only not joined their ranks, but have made uh, certain statements as to uh, having uh, having some severe disinterest in what they what they do. I don't play well with others for the most part, and I have not really heard of an attractive offer other than. The rest of us suck. That's fair. <laughs> and I understand not working well with others. That has been now sleeve that we have beaten the DMP too. Three, yeah. Plus <laughs> one with a... Well, she didn't technically have a, a bounty on it. Well, since you've done my town such good service... I want to thank you in more than just words. And she uh, goes and opens a another drawer and produces two small uh, bronze badges. Now, this ain't meaning you're constables or nothing, or DMP members, but she ha- and she hands them over, and it's a circle with a cutout of a star and laid over it in a separate piece attached is a scroll. A scroll? A scroll, yeah. It's kind of like a image of a scroll. Like a full pulled out scroll? Yeah. Okay. These uh, aren't usually things we hand out to people who aren't DMP members, but I'm making an exception. Uh, present these to uh, any constable's office when uh, you're looking for information on bounties or criminals or cases hmm. that are currently active, and you will be provided with the same information as we would provide a DMP member. Well, ma'am, I can't thank you enough for that. I can't tell you how many times trying to find any information on anything. We run into the roadblocks. So, thank you for these. Appreciate it. She nods and like, now, if you'll excuse me, I need to finish up this paperwork so I can go at least catch two hours of sleep before the next round. Alrighty. Thank you again. Thank get you. Out. And before we, before we leave the building, I stop. Wait a minute. 
Hmm. I go back inside. And, uh, was it the font? Did you, did the person with the font have a name? Yeah, his, uh, placard reads, uh, Brian. Uh, excuse me, um, Brian. Yeah, yes. Constable Brian. Um, I was wondering if you might be able to look into an old report for me, if it still exists. Um, uh, kind of looks around, it's like, um. It would be a very old one. Possibly. Uh, uh, what, what, uh, regarding what matter? Fifteen years ago, there was a farm on the east side of the city. But a days were applied. And it was all the inhabitants except for one, who stands before you now, were killed by the undead. I remember hearing about that. I'm sorry. It was a very long time ago. It is not late. But, um... I was wondering if there was any information on, well, anything really. I was only seven at the time, and I remember very little about it. Um, and this, the one, the one thing I do remember is, well, not helpful. Uh, right, uh, we're kind of swamped right now, but I, I'll uh, put in a request for the information and. Uh, is there a place where I can message to reach you, or...? <laughs> um... You can send me any messages via Bozarkan at Zikati 12. He makes a note of it. It's like, um, very well. Um, I don't think I followed you in, so I just waited. Yeah. I waited outside. Thank you, I appreciate it. Nuts. <laughs> I have to go back outside. Everything alright? Yes, I, um... I know very little about what happened to my family. I was seven years old, and I, the one thing that I do remember clearly is, well, not helpful. But um, now that I am here, I feel compelled to know exactly what happened to them. If there is, I doubt there is anything they left me. If there is anything left of them, but. Uh, you could always go see your farm. I was thinking that. Yeah. I will. Um, I cannot explain it, but I feel. I do not even know. Well. I'm always a fan of understanding the past, so. I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Anyway, well, shall we go and see about our son? Go and see about our son. So we head back to the cathedral. Who would we talk to? Or who would you know who to talk to about anything? <laughs> Thinking about it, you're actually not quite sure. Um, I mean, Sister uh, Elephine would certainly have some information, but also maybe Brother Arcan. Arcan, you're really not sure. Who do I see first? Probably Brother Arcan. All right. Uh, excuse me, Brother Arcan. Uh, yes. I know it is not an ideal time, considering everything that has happened, but if someone wanted to adopt one of the children, Ooh. under certain circumstances, um, who would we talk to? Uh, well, um, it's actually rather rare, but, um, me. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Wonderful. 
uh, well, uh, technically, uh, any uh, brother or sister of a certain status within the cathedral can ha- process such a request. But yes, I, I, I am able to, I, I should be able to assist you with this. Uh, who? Jareth. <laughs> oh, I, I'm glad. Um, well, don't be good. Don't be too bad. He's the, he's the kicker for it. We can't actually take him. Ah. Mm. We're about to head out and do some very dangerous things. And I don't want to put a child that young in that situation. Mm-hmm. I understand. Um. However, we would be happy to um, be responsible for any cost he would incur for his... For his Boarding his education, anything else? And when he comes of age, he is more than welcome to join us. We'll oh. come back and visit. Good, good, yes. Um, might, might, might I make a suggestion? Um, this, this comes from well, seeing several, uh, really generations of children come and go. Um. I myself, I myself, grew up here. Actually, um, oh, I didn't know that. I think I did. Probably. You probably did, and just sort of a thing th- thing in passing. But yeah, I would, I would recommend one of two courses of action in in this sort of circumstance. Either do not adopt him now, or Adopt him and set up another place for him to live. We have, I have, I have seen it more than once. A child who is certain of adoption or is adopted but needs to stay here for some time is not treated the same. And Jareth has a hard enough time of it as it is being what he is. There's a certain amount of jealousy that is unfairly uh, inflicted upon them. I remember that. I was uh, one of them. Well, I, I was not going to say that. But, um, <laughs> I never I never did anything, but I certainly thought things. I, I <laughs> do them loud. <laughs> I do know um, there is a very fine uh, private school uh, also here in, in in the city, that does do boarding. They are not cheap, but... Uh, I would hope not. <laughs> Alright. I do know they might be more accepting, and he would not face, maybe not face the same prejudices as here. Where, where, where would we go for that? Um... Uh, well, uh, you would need to discuss with, I believe, the name is Master uh, Talden. Master Talden? Master Talden. A, a fine, a fine person. Yes, they, uh, oversee the, uh, enrollment of students at the academy. Alright. I feel like that might be our best course of action. I he agree. Doesn't, he doesn't seem that happy here. And I, I feel like promising him more promises than we've already made 
instead of actually doing something would probably be better mm. than personally. That's what I want. I understand. Um, so we'll go talk to him. Keep Don't tell him anything. Keep this on the down low for a little bit, if you would be so kind. Yes. Sorry. I mean, we're going to be back here anyway, because our tent is <laughs> well, yes. over there. Uh, yes, on to down low. Yes, we sh- yes. shall keep it. You know, hush. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Actually, no. I I packed up our tent because I'm paranoid. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. All right. That's our next stop. Um, I get directions, and okay. unless you have any objection, that's where I'm going. I think that is a wonderful idea. Cool. Let's go there. So I have an idea of how to tell him. Yeah. Just trust me. Okay. I, I trust you. And you have a flair for the dramatic, so just don't scare the shit out of him. Yeah, so we had to see Master Talden at this uh, pre- prestigious school. Yes. Uh, <sighs> what you are informed is called uh, Blue Peak Pines Academy. Blue Peak Pines Academy. You are directed to the academy, which is actually um, set close to the mountainside. It has a very nice view, as it like is on the slope back up out of like the small knot valley that the town is in. Right, right. And it kind of overlooks the rest of the rest of the city. Right. And it's it's um actually a, like a little ways, uh, like a little separated from the rest of the rest of the city. So up here it is a bit quieter, probably on purpose to keep kids undistracted. <laughs> right, right, right. You are directed up through its gates, uh, and you are greeted at the uh, at the front doors by a, um, a man in a manservant uniform, like right, butler. Right. And, uh, uh, welcome to the Pines Academy. Um, uh, my name is uh, Bilius. Bilius? Bilius. Um, may I uh, assist you? Well, we're looking to speak to Master Talden about enrolling our son. Oh, oh well, um, well yes, uh, of course. If you will just uh, wait here, I shall see if they are available to speak to you. And he uh, goes. You're left in this entry chamber. It's like fancy. It's pretty. It, it's pretty fancy. Like, I mean, there, there's like a lot of um, uh, embellishments in like the carving and stuff like that. But at the same time, like everything is like it's it's not busy. Okay. Like, it's fancy, but not busy. So, okay. Yeah. He has another question. Looking around the place, does this look like a place for guests, or does it look like it's also you built a purpose for like? In case kids would be in here, you're having a hard time reading it just because you're kind of. I mean, this, this isn't a kind of place that you're used to being in. All right. Um, you do see a couple kids like uh, uh, walk from one side of the uh, uh, entryway to entry hall to the other throughout a couple doors. Actually, a, a really good analog for what this place looks like is uh, Xavier's School for Gifted Youngsters. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, were they not human? One of them's halfling. Okay. Uh, one of them's human, one of them's halfling. And okay. they're, like, just talking to each other as they move along. They 
look at they catch a look at you and kind of just like start whispering to each other as they continue on. I wink at them, and the voice in it, that's close between them says, "Do your homework." <laughs> <laughs> they, like, stop. Look around. Look at you. I don't and then I wink. That, 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 that's when I wink. Okay. They 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 just like scurry on. <laughs> It's so much more entertaining when I do that kind of shit. <laughs> then the manservant returns uh, with a rather singular-looking individual. You, you've seen a couple of tieflings before, including Jareth and the maniac. Uh, and, and, Jenny, and Ernest. And, and Ernest. And the messenger in that one town. Yep. yep. You've never seen a green tiefling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was, I'm actually glad about that. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I like, yeah. I visibly like, oh, good. <laughs> um, they, uh. Lofty things are fence, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they come down the stairs and they're wearing a very, uh, sensible, well fitted vest and kind of like a, a loose, flowy skirt. And, uh, is in, in, like, very, um, pale shades of blue. Yeah, it goes nicely with their with their skin color and hair color. Uh, hair color is uh, as it looks black at first, but then as it like shifts and the light is revealed to be like a, a really dark green. And their uh, horns start at the front and like curl back along the top of their head to point out more towards the back. Oh, cool. Tail? Um, no tail. Oops. You can't tell because of the skirt. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm trying to get a better mm-hmm. no, yeah. visual. The audience and myself. Yep. And they come down and uh, they smile. Uh, Bilius tells me that you are looking to uh, enroll your son? Yes. Yes. Um, We have recently, well, I should say, soon to be son. We are adopting one of the children from the Catatar. Ah. Ah, lovely. Um, I did, well, I did hear um, about the incident last night. Did this child lose his parents last night? No, his parents were lost before that. But we did have the pleasure of meeting him beforehand. Um, Allow me to introduce ourselves. This is my partner, Celine Ardent, also known as the Wanderer in White. My name is Talia Gray, also known as the Reaper. Uh, Yes. I believe I've heard of you, uh, Miss Ardent. Oh. Um, as a healer of sorts. Yes, athletic. Ah, rare enough. Um, not of the mother. Oh. He looks you up and down. And is like, oh, interesting. Um. Well, as far as uh, enrolling your soon-to-be son, um. I will warn you, this is uh, no daycare. I mean, we we do board and feed and such, but we are uh, we have our own rules that your child will be expected to follow. Um, I know not all youngsters uh, are amenable to that, but while we are not unreasonable, we have an order that we must see to keep. Well, um... It's going to have so much fun. I'm mumbling night speak. It's going to have so much fun. 
<laughs> and I like kind of give her like a tiny little bit of a shove. Uh -huh. like, silence. Well, I should say it louder. I, I said in mumble very low and light, night speak. Oh, he's going to have so much fun here. Well, I would be interested in knowing the rules and and what's expected of him. But as far as what we expect. Um, we will need to board him. We unfortunately have much business, a lot of business that takes us traveling, and it can, and it tends to be dangerous, extremely dangerous. And I do not feel that having a child in that situation, especially one who still needs education, mm -hmm. at least for another three years. Ah, yes. Um, all right. Well, uh, if he's been. If he's been uh, housed at the uh, cathedral, uh, yes. I do have an idea of the level of education. And while certainly not negligible, um, our standards are a bit higher. It, uh, depending on how well he does in his studies, uh, it might take a few. It might take a year or two longer to complete his coursework. However, we we do provide um, advanced classes uh, to teach all sorts. Uh, we here at the Academy pride ourselves in offering a wide variety of courses that um, prepare one for any sort of job uh, outside. We have uh, artisans come in to uh, help teach their craft. We occasionally have adventurers or bounty hunters come in and um, discuss the wild and uh, dangers of living on the road. Um, I'm glad to. I'm glad to hear it. I have the feelings that he is bored at the at the uh, cathedral. Cathedral. Uh, well, uh, perhaps we can. He has natural talents that are not being um, utilized, utilized, or even acknowledged. And natural uh, talents. We do offer uh, basic coursework in uh, the arcane practices, though certainly not anything uh, close to what they offer in Airbike. But those are higher education. Well, one of the things I was going to ask until um, I, I saw you as a surprise is our son is in fact... He is a tiefling. He is a tiefling. Ah. And bored. Well. Bored <laughs> out of his mind. I will warn you. Um, those of our lineage um, are still viewed with suspicion in the, even the best of cases. I myself have worked very hard to get to where I am and I, w I will not pretend any differently. I have had to contend with looks, jibes and all the like, but I do think here would be considerably better than at the cathedral. Um, and knowing that the young man is of similar lineage, I might be able to offer some personal guidance. And we would pay for that as well. Um, it, uh, we're not, another good her, we're not, uh, we're not unfamiliar with looks people give those who are different. It's one of the reasons why we wanted to take him in as much as we're able to at the moment. 
which is just getting him out of that place and into some place where he can at least grow a little. I understand. Um, as far as rules that he will be expected to follow, he will be, of course, expected to attend all of his classes and receive at least passing marks. Um, if he fails to meet those standards, there is a possibility for expulsion. Right. Uh, we would obviously do our best to make sure word had gotten to you first and see that you had a chance to retrieve him if that were to happen before we would be forced to make other arrangements. Is, uh, well, we are constantly on the road, but we plan on heading back here. As often as we can. As often as we can. Latest six months. No. Every six months. If not, how about... I think every six months would not be... Once a month? Once a month would not be bad, is that? Let's try every two months. Every two months? Well, is there a way that we can work out with you, even if he is failing and you're not able to get to us? To at least, if we make an arrangement... I'm, I'm, just, I'm just gonna say this in, in, as me mm -hmm. and just keep going. Make an arrangement if we if we come back here once every other month um, to Blue Peak. Is mm -hmm. there a way, like even if they aren't able to get a hold of us, that they keep him until we get home? Um, <laughs> back. If you make it an effort to at least make it once every six months, uh, we should be able to. Uh, make arrangements for him to stay until you return, though you will be charged for his stay. Of course. Yeah, I was planning on paying in advance, so... I do not think that should be necessary, but... Uh... Well, I have the money now, so... How much, how much is the tuition? How much is the tuition plus the boarding? Yearly tuition uh, for a student uh, with board comes to just about uh, 300 gold. Actually, Charlie says that's it? Yes. 300, and he's going to be here for at least three years. What? Yeah. So. Uh, 900. 900? Yeah. Is that including an extra, like, one on one from you? Um. No. Uh, for that. Can I just give you a friend? So, so, how about we call it a thousand and you make sure that he is, um. Take care of until we get him. And if he fails, then he fails and you keep it. You, you're going to pay all thousand up front. Might as well. I reach into my pocket. I do. I'm going to be an asshole. I reach, I reach down into the pocket. Uh -huh. Oh, no, wait. You have it in the thing. Yes. Uh, I lift the thing. Oh, no, actually, actually, I, I do it and I... It is my turn to be an asshole. Yeah. And I reach down and I pull out the chest. And I... Take out, it's okay. Uh, platinum was. So 100 platinum pieces? 100 platinum, so I. <laughs> just kind of put it in one of the sacks that are yeah. in there and just. Here you go. Life of a bounty hunter, I suppose. Um. Well, we just <laughs> killed the people that um, took out the. or were attacking the cathedral, right. so. Right. That was us. Right. Um, 
it takes in holds it. Well, uh, that should take care of that then. Um, there will be paperwork to sign out uh, to sign, of course. But I, you said you have not fully adopted him. No, we're going to actually go do that right now. And do then... you need his name? Um, I will once we need once we have you fill out the paperwork. No, but... I will just tell you. Now his name is Jared. Jared. Okay. Yes, Gray. Oh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward. I look forward to meeting him. All right, we'll be back here tomorrow then. Since it's probably gonna be kind of late. Um, it it yeah, was late it, afternoon yeah. when we finished that. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, then we it's about, yeah. yeah, okay. But we are gonna. Okay, we're gonna go tell him. I look. I look forward to your time. They take the. They take the. Cool. bag of 100 platinum away. <laughs> yeah. So that's good for his entire yep. until he's yep. an yeah. adult. Oh, yeah. 300 a year. You're, granted, not a whole lot to adventuring, but like to the average Person? citizen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Cool. He's set for fucking until he's an adult. I'm I'm ecstatic. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, we go and we go back to the cathedral. Mm-hmm. May I tell him? Of course. Can I be there when you're talking? Of course, I would. I would. Uh, I hope he's not too disappointed that he can't come with us. But it's got to be better than here. And it, it most likely will be. This place is fine, but, but he's bored. He is bored out of his mind. Yeah. So uh, I go. We go find Brother Archon, mm-hmm. and how do we adopt him? Oh well. Um. Yes, so uh, he he actually um, motions you to follow him, and you follow him back to um, the cathedral library, which is much, much, much smaller than the library you had previously visited. Yeah, I'm guessing. <laughs> it's, it's a single room. Right. Uh, um, uh, but you know, large-ish, like maybe a quarter of the size of the uh, Great Hall. Mm. But um, he uh, has a stack of papers already uh, set aside on one of the desks and it's like okay yes um uh you will need to sign these these are basically agreements that you are taking full responsibility of Jareth uh and uh seeing to his well-being that you are going to become full legal guardians um i have these set up only for one of you um because, because as I understand it, you are not, um, wed? No. No, not yet. Um, yes. So, uh, upon such an occasion, uh, these will apply to both of you, but, um, as you are not yet wed, um. Uh, so, if his last name's gonna be Ray. Go ahead. And uh, there is the, of course, the uh, adoption fee of uh, 300 gold pieces. Oh, okay. Um, how much do you have? I can break a platinum. Um, I only have like... Oh no, not break, it's just 3 platinum, right? 30. 30 platinum? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I only have 34 gold. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's, let's do 34 platinum then. Okay. Do you take platinum? Um, yes. Okay. Yes. 34? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or 30, 30, 30, 30 platinum. Yep. Okay, so Adam. And uh, he takes a fee and is like, congratulations, it's a boy. 
<laughs> Talia is like actually really silent. She she's smiling, but she's just Maybe see him. Can, of course. Can yeah. we meet can actually he meet us out in the garden? I have to set up the tent. So we've gotta eventually sleep tonight. Yes, of course. Yes. Okay. I sh- I shall I shall fetch him. Okay. <laughs> as soon as he leaves, I like slowly bring Celine in as a in a hug. Like I have never thought about children in mean, my entire life. Me neither. But I am Are you crying? No. You're a big strong man, aren't you? Very. Okay, we gotta go get the tent. <laughs> Roll that shit out. We still have to go through the bag of holding, too. We'll do that later. We'll do that after this. This is way more important. <laughs> okay, yeah, so we're setting up, I'm setting up the tent. Yep. And... So, uh, you guys, you get, just as you get the tent set up, uh, Brother Arcan shows up with Jareth, and he's, he's still clutching the onyx, uh, statue. Uh, Father Arcan said you wish to see me. Yes, well, we will be, we will be leaving shortly. Um, we wanted to, uh, say goodbye. But first I wanted to read your cards. Oh. Have you ever had your cards read before? No, um, there was a man who was, uh, who was going through doing it, uh, through town, uh, about a year ago, but Sister Mabel, uh, said that, uh, she would have my hide if... <laughs> anyway, no, I have not. Well, I think it's only fitting that before parting, I read your cards. And she shuffles them. <laughs> She's very good at it. Has him cut the deck. He does. So, first card. The Page of Swords. The Page of Swords, when a, when a uh, face card appears in a reading, it often means a person, and the Page of Swords is someone who is uh, someone who is talkative, curious, perhaps mentally restless, energetic, perhaps somewhat of a troublemaker. It's kind of like he, he's just like wrapped attention on on the cards, you know, like shifts in his seat a little bit. Hmm. Next card. Hmm. The sun. The sun is one of the best cards in the deck. It means something coming true that you have wanted for a very long time. Oh, that's a whoever this page of swords represents in your gaze. Can you think of something? Something? Something that you have always wanted. Or at least wanted for a long time. He kind of like looks down kind of shyly. Yeah. Hmm. This next card will uh, perhaps reveal the Four of Wands. The Four of Wands represents harmony, celebration, home, family. Yeah, I'm starting to tear up. Yeah, but 
cards are silly. Is it really? What makes you say that? I don't have a family. I want. Brother Arkan tries to give me hope sometimes, but. What if I told you that this wish was going to come true? Today. What? I'll go back to Italia. Um. <clears throat> uh, well. It's sort of short notice, and not probably precisely exactly the whole of the wish, but, um... Oh, hell. Kid, I'm not good at this. But, um... We, uh... We can't take you with us, but we did adopt you. And there's another boarding school. And he's like, before you can even, like, like finish, he just, like, bolts up from his sitting position and, like, hugs you. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I, like, put my arms around him and just... I'm sorry no. we can't take you with us, kiddo, <laughs> but... Wait, wait, um... What, what am I gonna? What am I gonna do? You are going to go to school. School. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And you must study very hard. There's a there's a boarding house. Oh, so, oh no, it's an it, academy. It's an academy. It's an academy. Is it Blue Peak Pines Academy? Blue Peak Pines Academy. Oh. Kind of like. He was kind of like. Oh. So you Look must on. study very hard. And mm-hmm. you must not pull the planks that you pulled here. Because they will be able to figure it out. So you must become very sneaky indeed. <laughs> we plan on coming back here every other month. Just to check up on you and see you. And, you know, when you are of age, you can come with us. Or if you choose not to. You can do whatever you want. You'll be in a double, but you will have a family. Such as it is. And a last name, if you want it. Uh, at family, he, he, he breaks down crying oh. and like hugs back at you again. I'm, I'm petting his back <laughs> and just... After a little while, he kind of like stops and it's just like a, a thought comes to his his mind. He's like, "Wait, wait, um, so your mom apparently <laughs> also mom? What would you like us to be? You can call me anything you want, honey. You just like." Gives kind of like a serious look on his face. and like, I'll have to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> it's a lot to think about. So, uh, yeah, this, you're leaving here tomorrow. And we'll take you over to the school. 
We'll be around for until next Wednesday, but we gotta head out. We got other work to do. But you got us until Wednesday. And he brightens up and it's like, oh, so um, I I I actually kind of know a, a little bit about the the blue uh, about the the Peaks Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a I have a friend there. He kind of like blushes a little a bit. Friend. Um, Wait a minute! How old are you? Twelve. Oh, when were you? How old were you when you started? I was thirteen. Big difference. <laughs> I just motioned like, go on, go on. <laughs> anyway, maybe I'll introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> you can introduce me. She's she got into some crazy shit when she was thirteen. Let me just tell you what. You want to, you, I, I, all you've been doing is say, oh yeah, Jeremiah and me, we did it there I don't and know there who Jeremiah there. is. Sorry, Zachariah. Oh, Zachariah did it there and there. Ow. I hit you with my, with my tender strengths. Ow. It was, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> um, brother, um, Arkan, uh, comes back up and like, well, Jareth, uh, you better you better go start packing your things. Big day tomorrow. It's like okay. And he be sure like, to rub it in everyone's faces. <laughs> okay. And he, he gives he gives you he gives you one more hug, Tali, and then rushes over and Celine gives you a hug. Mm, and I hug him back. Mm. You make him the most popular kid in school. <laughs> <laughs> He like he he goes with Father Archon. It's like, bye, mom. Bye, Tally. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> we have a child. <laughs> Tally's trying not to cry. Like, <laughs> be honest, you're trying not to cry. <laughs> Shut up. Emotional. <laughs> so they watch him walk away. Well, <laughs> that happened. Does he need clothes? Suppose I can ask him tomorrow. Huh. I had my own clothes when I was here, but he will probably need a uniform. Right. Of course, they did not include that in the tuition. That is silly. That's just highway robbery, that is. Well, at least get him some shit tomorrow. At least, as far as, like, did you have toys here growing up? Or, like, anything? Anything personal, aside from clothes and, like... I had Cortez. That doesn't count. Um, you do, Celine, you do know that, like, you had chores, and then there were things that you could do beyond chores to earn, like, little bits of extra money. Okay. It wasn't, so, like... It was Min- not bounty hunting. No. It was like a copper, probably, like, yeah. sort of thing. A couple yeah. coppers, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, well, we should be scared of some shit. So, um, you had things. You probably, at one point, like, saved up a lot for something nice at one point. Right, yes. Or at least what you thought was a lot. 
Probably. Yes, but I've probably. seen this kid's worth ethic. Worth work ethic. <laughs> yeah. But work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I probably bought the, the first thing I probably bought was a tape measure. Hmm. The one, the one I still have. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Be Legendary. If you enjoyed our story, please rate and review on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps our numbers and allows others to find us. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. More social media links are available on our website, including our Discord server. Please be sure to say hello. We love meeting everyone. To get early access to episodes, art, and exclusive content, consider becoming a patron on Patreon. Bonus episodes, exclusive art, Q&As with the characters, AMAs with the players, and behind-the-scenes material are just some of the things that you'll get as a patron. Find us at patreon.com slash podcast. Your support keeps this podcast running. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council. And our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and lead editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer, director, and editor is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Producer and art director is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. For music and sound effects, please visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com for a full list of credits. Celine's tarot deck is The Shades of Magic by Jess Gore, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.